You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you're listening to episode 20, all about moon phases and magic. Yay! So today we are going to be talking about the different phases of the moon, uh, some spell work ideas for each phase, and a um, fun thing that we added is some goal ideas based on the full moons of each month, because they each have different names and different goals associated with yeah. them. So there, we talked about... Um, at the beginning of this podcast, the different types of witches, we talked specifically that um, some people consider themselves to be a lunar witch. And that's not really what we're going to be going into today because neither of us are lunar witches. No. And be, a lunar witch is has their practice solely focused on things like the phases of the moon, but also um, working with the lunar gods and goddesses and spirits. And we aren't going to be talking about that. We're strictly going to be discussing how you can... Um, time your magic and your spell work to the different phases of the moon that we're going to be talking about. Yes. In order to make your spells more powerful. It's just like a little boost, like using the right crystal or using the right candle can do. You can just give it that last little oomph to get over the top of the hill. (laughs) Uh, So let's start with our very first moon phase um, in the cycle, which is the new moon. Um, and when you start working with the moon and working with its energy, it's very common to start with the new moon. So if you've never um, done this before, this is an excellent place to start. This is when the sky is completely dark. So it's good as a time of a clean slate. Yep. Um, and you would use the new moon to set your intention for the upcoming 28-day lunar cycle. So it's a good time to begin new pro- projects. Um or just in general, make a fresh start, new beginnings, or blank page, uh, just to set your intention. So if you're going to start a magical working, it's a good time to do it with the new moon. Yes. Terry, you want to take away the next one? Sure. Uh, next up, if you're following the cycles of the moon, is the waxing crescent. Um, we'll come back to the crescent again. If you've ever sat around at night and watched the moon, you'll notice that the crescent is actually happening twice, but this one's the waxing crescent. So it's getting larger. This is really when um, you set your intention with the new moon. So you're really settling into it. You're maybe giving it more detail, what your intention entails. Um, It's really about the phases. So if you have like a kind of a broad goal or a broad objective you're looking for, this is where you're going to kind of look into more of the details and how, what's the first step on getting to the end goal. Next up after that is the first quarter, which is exactly seven days after the new moon. So this is um, a continuation of that um, waxing crescent where you're taking actions and steps towards your intention as the moon continues to grow. So this might be when you start facing challenges and need to make decisions on those things. You're starting to get a little bit of feedback on your goal, making those first steps. This is when you would address any um, decisions that you need to make to make the next step or address any challenges that are coming up. So if you've been through any um, professional workshops, 
a lot of times in the last few years, at least for me, they've talked a lot about setting smart goals. Um, you can kind of think of this as the same process. So you set your main goal at the new moon. The waxing crescent is where you kind of decide what your first steps are going to be. This first quarter is when you take your first step in that direction. Exactly. Yeah. And then next up is the waxing gibbous moon. I don't know why I like saying gibbous like this, but I will say it that way pretty much this whole podcast because I think it's fun. And that's how I say it. <laughs> um, so this is the time when you've taken your first step towards reaching your goal with the first quarter. And this is kind of where you tweak it. Is this the correct first step for you? Um, are you go do you need to further refine how you're going to get to your final uh, goal or spell or working? So this is kind of where you are almost double checking that you're going in the right direction. The next up is uh, the full moon which is when lunar energies peak and it's 14 days or halfway into the cycle. And Tara and I are actually recording this episode on a yes, full moon. Yeah. So it's a whole bunch of mm -hmm. fun. Um, the full moon is all about clarity because obviously it's when the moon is brightest in the sky. Yes. Um, so it's considered harvest time for your intention that you set at the new moon. Um, it's all about clarity, celebration, the peak energy, all about forging ahead. Yes. This is a lot of times when this is almost like the high point. The This is when things should really be coming together for you. Next up is the waning gibbous. I just love that word. So fun. <laughs> um, this is you have reached the peak you're kind of on the downhill. You are looking back. Um, you're showing gratitude for what has happened so far. Um, you are grateful that things are coming together. You may not be at your end goal at this point, but you've really done the steps to get there. And now this is more about um, basically being grateful that you've had this opportunity, that you've been able to work with the energies that you have. This is also when the energies are starting to wane just as the moon is waning. And three quarters of the way through the cycle, you end up at the last quarter. And this is the time to um, think about what you have learned about all your projects and the direction you're following. Um, and to bide your time for what you're going to start, be do start doing next. So it's time to let go, release, forgive anything that did not go the way that you intended it to, um, and just start gearing up kind of for the next cycle of intentions. Yeah. Uh, next up is the waning crescent. So this is not when you want to set your next goal. This is really when you kind of want to wrap up what you've been doing this entire uh, moon cycle. It's a good time to polish anything that you may have achieved in the last uh, less than 28 days, but um, anything you don't need or any steps you took that weren't directly correlated to your intention, your goal, this is kind of a good time to clean those up and um, it's the time of reflection. So if you're going to do your spell or set your intention again, is there any steps you wouldn't take next time? They weren't necessary to get to your goal. So that is a good time uh, during the waning crescent. You start thinking about 
uh, preparing for the next cycle, but you're not quite there to set your next cycle intentions. And that brings us right back around to the new moon again. That's the full 28-day cycle. So some intentions may take longer than one moon cycle to manifest. That's very common. Um, As with any goals in life, magical or not, it takes longer than 28 days for a lot of things, especially the bigger the goal, the bigger the intention, the longer it's, you know, cycle it's going to take. Mm -hmm. So that's why there are these like various moon phases. So as you're going through that entire process and figuring out what's working, what doesn't, now you've got a new moon in front of you again. So you can restart this and restart um, your intention and kind of clarify the steps. And each time you're going through this, you're just getting better and better at it. Yes. Uh, this is also, uh, if anyone has started reading the spiral dance that uh, I recommended in an earlier episode, This is kind of the ebb and flow. Uh, You're not going all the way back to the beginning. The reason there's 13 moons in that lesson progression is you're, you're using them as stepping stones. So you're getting really comfortable and settled. And then at the next new moon, you move to the next step. So. So in case you are wondering how to tell what the moon phase is, this is easy information to find online. Um, there, it's also contained in a lot of almanacs, like there's like the farmer's almanac and Llewellyn has one. Um, it's usually in the newspaper. Um, I think it's usually in the weather section. It is. Yes. But yes, you could just search the internet. It comes up with it for, you know, every month it'll show you. Um, but you can also tell whether it is waxing or waning by the time that it rises. So if the moon rises in a daytime, then it's waxing. If it rises at night, it is waning. And another way to tell is to look at the fullest edge. So if it's towards the east, it's waxing, which is growing towards the full moon. Um, But if the fullest edge is to the west, then the moon is waning towards the new moon. Um, And if you're on the southern hemisphere, it's exactly the opposite. Yes. So (laughs) do keep in mind that we're in the northern hemisphere. So we try and remember that the southern hemisphere is completely and utterly different. Um, But uh, (laughs) I lived in New Zealand quite a few years ago now. And this constantly confused me. <laughs> like, I'd be like, wait, it's getting bigger now? What's happening? Um, so that is something to keep in mind is that if you're used to one way, that's not the wrong way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you are used to one hemisphere, it's definitely different in the other hemisphere. And it will throw you all kinds off. <laughs> so we talked about the different phases and sort of setting one intention at the beginning of a new moon and sort of following that through the entire cycle. But you can also um, perform specific magic and spell work just that day, according to whatever the moon phase is of that day. So we also have some ideas for you for that. Um, So some good magical workings for the new moon is anything related to cleansing and purifying body and mind, anything bringing inner harmony and peace, or if you want to designate a new sacred space, like you're setting up an altar. So again, this comes back to new beginnings, blank slate. So you're setting up something completely new. So that's, uh, it's a good time for anything that's new and fresh. Um, it's a good time during the new moon to start those workings. So then uh, for the waxing moon, um, this is generally about a new thing that will be ongoing, like getting a new job or home, 
uh, bringing love into your life. I guarantee there's already love in your life, but if you want more love, um, more things, increasing material items and kind of tied into that is manifesting money or abundance, whether it's health or relationship. Uh, Steph here wants more cats, apparently. She has a ton of cats. (laughs) Don't let her lie to you. But uh, if you want more cats, this is when she brings out the tuna and starts setting her intention for that. I sent her an outline before we start this podcast. (laughs) And I specifically let her talk about the ones that I think she's going to be most hilarious about. And I did not warn her that cats was She did not. And I was like, she has a ton of cats. They like line up in the backyard and just stare at her house. I love I love my cats. (laughs) But yes, this is when things are growing manifesting so if you want more of something that would be a good day to work on that spell work and if you want more cats then you do you Steph wants more cats is the moral <laughs> of that long trailing story <laughs> she doesn't need more cats ask her how many cats she has <laughs> there's not I don't know four <laughs> I can't tell two of them are, are black so I only know that they're two different ones because if I, I have to see them at the same time so I think there's four I don't uh-huh. know Okay, moving on. Magical workings for the full moon. Um, This is a good time for increasing your intuitive awareness. So um, if you um, are working on chakras, balancing third eye work, if you want to get better um, at tarot and other types of divination, um, and you want to set a spell to you know, increase your powers in this area. It's a good day for it. Um, healing magic in general, um, connecting to a higher power and just all gen- generally developing all of your magical skills. Full moon is a great day for that. So something that's different between the waxing moon and the full moon is the waxing moon is more of something outside of yourself. A lot of times like new home, new job, more cats. Um, whereas the full moon is usually psychic or magical in nature. Like, Uh, your intuition is a good time for this to bloom magical skills. So it is more of what you already have, but it could be developing a whole new skill in that area. And then I think she wants me to do this next section. So magical working (laughs) for the waxing moon. This is that gibbious part. Um, Anyway, uh, eliminating negative people or toxic relationship from your life, ending a relationship or job, banishing bad habits, Make sure they're actually bad habits that you think are bad and not other people think are bad. Uh, reducing things such as debt, illness, etc. Um, I say bad habits that other people are saying are bad habits are not necessarily bad habits you want to banish. But things that you personally want to banish, this is a good time to really work towards that. And um, yeah. Yep. So the um, last thing we wanted to touch on is this idea of using full moons to accomplish different goals because each full moon of the month has a unique name. So it's um, kind of a fun way to use them as deadlines to keep track of all of your goals that you want to set throughout the year. Um, So I will start off with January, which I'm not going to remember to say all of these, but this is July in the Southern Hemisphere. Exact opposite. (laughs) So... January, um, it is called the Nursing Moon, Milk Moon, Wolf Moon, Old Moon, or Ice Moon. Um, so it's a good 
month to concentrate on family activities, um, taking care of all wealth or wellness of wellness or health appointments, um, scheduling them for the year yourself for your family and your pets. This is actually the month that I set up almost all grooming appointments for my dog for the year. Same, same for me. Mm-hmm. I do too. <laughs> I don't do them for myself, but for my dog, he gets scheduled for this. All right. So then February, which is August in the Southern Hemisphere. Again, try and keep those straight. Good luck. It is the <laughs> storm moon, fasting moon, weaning moon, snow moon, or hunger moon. Uh, this is a great time to change your eating habits to match a more healthy way of life. Uh, slowly adjust your diet by adding or subtracting one food type. Go through all of your automatic payments to see if there's something you don't need to be paying for. This works out really well for people setting goals in January because this is right when people start to lose interest in, set- in following through on those goals. And this is a good time to just kind of adjust your es- expectations and see what's working. Um, The last few years in January, I've done both dry January and whole 30 and February is when I start adding things back in and I always find things I can tweak in my diet. And I feel that doing it in February around the cycle of the full moon really helps me keep that going throughout the rest of the year. March or September in the Southern hemisphere is known as the seed moon, worm moon, crow moon, sugar moon, or sap moon. And when we say these names, it's not every single one of those every year. Each year, it's a different yeah. one. So that's something you'll have to, you know, look up on the internet and see what the moons are this year. Um, but March is kind of when everybody gets that sort of spring fever and um, a new push to, like, work on New Year's goals that they left mm-hmm. behind. <laughs> um, so it is a good time to start a new project. Um starting a new job, teaching yourself a new skill, and of course, choosing which plants you're going to grow in your garden. Uh, Except for this year, this is always when I also start my planting. This year, not so much because the world's gone crazy and I can't find the seeds I normally order, but other than that. (laughs) Uh, So April in the Northern Hemisphere, you can figure out in the Southern Hemisphere if you need to. I'm not going to tell you. Who? It's a mystery. Uh, It is the mating moon, (laughs) hair moon, That's like a bunny rabbit hair, not like hair off your head. Egg moon, fish moon, pink moon, waking moon. Really focus on your partner. Review your behavior and what you can adjust in your activities that will satisfy yourself and bring harmony to your partner. If you are not in a committed relationship, also think about this with your friend group. Um, I personally think that you can have a million friends, but you're going to have probably one to five really close friends. Examine those relationships. This is a really good time to not only start planting your garden after the last frost, but also kind of nurture your relationships. A lot of times people have been hermiting over the winter, and this is a really good time to start thinking about how you guys can rebuild after you maybe haven't seen each other for a while, especially this year, or um, just reconnecting. May is known as the dyad moon, journey moon, flower moon, or can also be known as the hair moon, depending on when in the month the full moon falls. Um, So this is a good month to try getting done all of the errands that you've been putting off um, and visiting places you've never been by taking short weekend or Mm -hmm. day trips. Next up is June. It's the mother's moon. Mead moon, strawberry moon, honeymoon, 
or rose moon. This is really a time to focus on your female friends and family. Decorate your altar to honor the mother. Um, celebrate Mother's Day with your own mother or any mother figures you may have in your life. This could be a priestess if you are um, in that kind of tradition or just a female mentor. This is a really good time to celebrate them. July is complete opposite. It is known as the Father's Moon, Thunder Moon, Mead Moon, Hay Moon, or Buck Moon. And it is the time to take care of your male friends and family and decorate your altar to honor the father figure. Next up is August. Or if you've lost track, February in the Southern Hemisphere. This is the <laughs> Nesting Moon, the Barley. Okay, so her notes say Moo, but I think she meant Moon. Grain Moon, Red Moon. The corn moon or the dog moon. This is really a time when you start preparing for winter. Uh, look over your winter clothes and replace or repair things that no longer serve you. Mend or sew blankets. Hang heavier curtains. Uh, heat. Treat windows and doors. This is also a time when you might start harvesting anything that you've been growing throughout the summer. And start thinking about if you have an abundance, if you're going to be canning. This is a really good time to start thinking about what you're going to be canning and what you can eat fresh if you practice any of that. September is known as the harvest moon, wine moon, or corn moon. Um, and it's when we tie up any large projects to be completed before Thanksgiving because that's when things mm -hmm. get crazy. So we are not targeting, you know, end of December because there's just not time in those months. So this is um, when you want to start tying up any large projects so they're actually done by November and this is when we're like tying up the a lot of the harvest yes. season this is also when um, depending on your tradition you may start making wine and canning fruits and veggies to prepare for winter I do that every year anyway next up is October it's the blood moon sorting moon or the calling moon um and that's C-U-L-L-I-N-G in case you couldn't understand my pronunciation. This is when you kind of start sorting through and clearing out storage areas, kitchen cupboards, and closets. If you've been canning in September or making wine or teas, this is a good time to make sure that you've gotten rid of all of the stuff from last year. So you have room to store throughout winter and into the new year, um, everything that you've been working on in September and August. Also, you don't want all that stuff just hanging around throughout the winter Exactly. November is known as the snow moon, death moon, frost moon, or beaver's moon. Also Steph's birthday. And <laughs> yes, and October Steph's. <laughs> um, and it is the time to remove any negative energy from your home. Um, if you remember when we started talking about Sabbaths, that October 31st um, is at Samhain, and that is considered the witch's yes. new year. So as you move into November, that's like moving into the new year so you are getting rid of anything negative from the previous year so you want to get rid of anything broken um, you want to repair anything like carpets or curtains you want to get rid of any dead house plants that you killed mm -hmm. over the last few months um, generally just declutter your space um, clean up any like clothing that's on the floor all of those things that you do to get ready for a new year uh so a lot of times, at least for me, I don't set goals from January to December. I set them from November to the end of October just to match my personal calendar. And so this is a really good time for anything that you may not have gotten done last year 
to knock out really quick the decluttering the cleaning um if there's anything that I like to buy gifts for people in advance. This is a lot of times when I find those gifts and then I can give them for Christmas holidays. Anyway, so December is the dark moon, the birth moon, oak moon, cold moon, long night's moon. Take advantage of holiday bargains. Go through your next calendar and mark off important dates, magical times, block off time for specific projects. Just because of the way most of the Western world is organized, this is a time when a lot of people are very family-centered. So this is a good time to realize going into next year, who do you want to spend time with? Whose birthdays are coming up? Um, mark off calendars for the moons so you have time to celebrate all the moons in the coming year. Um, like I said, I know I start my calendars November 1st, but I feel like December is a really good time to wrap all this up. <laughs> I agree. So that was just a fun way that we wanted to include Frio to, you know, set some goals related to the full moon. Um, the last thing that we just wanted to mention to wrap this up is the importance of keeping a some sort of related journal um, if you're going to be sort of working with this lunar cycle. Because as you probably noticed going through all of this, it can be a mm -hmm. lot to keep up with, um, especially if you're not working on one singular intention and honestly who of us are we like are always working on so many yeah. different ones um and especially if this is new to you you really want to notice in how the moon affects your life because some um which is completely live oh, by yeah. the lunar cycle it's very important in their witchcraft and some could take it or leave it and honestly has no effect on um, how powerful their different spells are. So keeping a journal of this is important just because there's so many um, different phases of it that it can be hard to keep track of exactly what happened when. And personally, I have noticed a very big difference in the phases of the moon. I am not a huge lunar uh, witch, but there's definitely a difference when it comes to my spells and what type of spells I work throughout the lunar cycle. I agree. I don't find um, that sort of the midpoints between the cycles that we talked about, like the smaller quarters, I don't find influence me as much, but new moon versus full moon, definitely. Yeah. Huge difference. I feel like there's like, there's just a huge difference in like the energy of the world. Like that's why like people are like, Oh, it's a full moon. The crazies are it is totally it's real. real. It is completely <laughs> real. People are crazy. Like it, mm -hmm. it affects people. Whether they realize it or not. Yeah, so. <laughs> it affects all the tides and all the oceans on Earth. You think it's not going to affect you? It's affecting you. <laughs> and that is all we have for you for this week's episode. And uh, we will see you next week for Days of the Which Week. Steph is so excited about. I am. <laughs> I really <laughs> see you then. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Insta. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch Wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.